Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson. I'm Danny Voss. This is Eric Pruitt. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast live from Indianapolis, Indiana. Well, we're recording live. You're listening to it recorded. But we are in the freaking tower, Paul. Absolutely. Yeah. Up in the media tower. Uh, really cool chance to get up here and to meet Eric. Eric, uh, thank you for joining us today. Yes. Uh, glad to be here. And yes, I, our guys with the Pulling Radio Networker that are all here, our first thought yesterday when we walked in here, can you think of the people that have walked through this building? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. Very true. The history no that this place has, we're yes. sitting in you know, a monument, I would say. Yes. Absolutely. Eric, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, I'm 45 years old. Uh, I have been uh, in the sport of truck and tractor pulling for 45 years. <laughs> I, I, I pretty much hit the ground and, and was right in the middle of it. Uh, I have a uncle that, a great uncle that uh, passed away a year, about a year ago, but he was the first pers- first puller in the state of Kentucky to build a twin-engine modified tractor. Really? In 1968. Wow. And uh, my dad went to his first tractor pull in October of 1968, and I don't know that there's any in the state of Kentucky that we have missed since then. Very, (laughs) very few. Uh, My two younger brothers, as generations have, you know, we've all grown up. My younger brothers are 10 years younger than I am. Okay. But they actually run uh, light limited super stock. They have two tractors. Uh, we've had a pretty good 2017 so far. We went to the uh, Murfreesboro uh, Southern Motorsports Invitational Pool, and there were 38 light limited tractors from all over the country, the best in the country. That's a big field. And we come out on Saturday night, the finals, first and second. Nice. So, so you guys know what you're doing. Well, we, we seem to think so, but <laughs> but you still have those uh, sometimes glitches sometimes. Uh, but uh, we have fun doing it. That's the thing. It's 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 one of those. I know we're here, and 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 I know this. I've I've got to meet some of these guys. This is something that I've never really been around. Okay. The the diesel side of performance, uh, per se. I knew it was there. Just with. Our state level schedule, I didn't have time to really step away. Right. And, right. Uh, but I, coming up here, it's kind of the same way. It's one of those, it gets in your blood and you can't walk away from it. Uh, <laughs> you can try. My, my dad tried. My, gra- or my, my great uncle tried. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of, my great uncle actually did quit. He ran for five years and he was one, well, he was a farmer. Uh, and, I, and I'll throw this history out there. If any of your, your guys' listeners know, they went to, to a tractor pull in Evansville, Indiana. They pulled against the Banner Brothers, which was some, one of the top modified pullers. They had a tractor that had, I, I think it had two engines, just like theirs. Well, my uncle actually won Okay. Or not didn't win, but actually beat those guys. But the next year when they went to Evansville, the Banner Brothers rolled in with four. <laughs> and it's like my uncle come home and he said, "We can't do this. This is I, I'm done. I, I can't run a farm and and keep up with that." Yeah. So he quit for a long time. But yet his grandsons 
almost 40 years later started back yeah and then which we never got out my my dad ran uh many rods for many years uh that's what i got my start with uh then we got into a modified stock class later right and that's where my brothers took over and they decided ah we need some more power we want to try this (laughs) so they went to the light limited and that's where we've been in that now for about 12 years and and it's one of those things we do it as a family uh i got into this pulling radio network doing the podcast stuff for pulling radio network about two years ago oh really uh i actually my first show was uh february the 20th of 2015 was the first time i did a show and uh it has took a lot of time for me i don't get to go with them as much as i used to yeah but it's still when we go we go as a family it's my mom goes my dad goes a family <laughs> my event nephew my yes yeah. i mean we that's all it should be it's uh uh my sister-in-law's mother and father come to a lot of them it's uh mm-hmm. was actually at the first one that she ever drove and nobody ever told them they're sitting in the bleachers my mom and dad are all sitting there with them and they announce her name and her mother turns around and looks at my dad and said, they messed up, didn't they? <laughs> uh, they, uh, you know, she went up and paid their, paid the entry fee. They just messed up because she paid. Dad just kind of giggled and turned around and didn't say nothing. <laughs> and she actually made her first pass. And, uh, and her mother and father got to be there and see it. And it's one of those things. They can't keep her off of that tractor. That's why they have two. <laughs> she drives that tractor every pass. And my brothers take turns on the other one. So it's, <laughs> but but no, we, it, me and Dave uh, Fultz were just talking here a little bit ago. What's going on here is the same thing. Yeah, let's talk about what's going on here. It, it's it's everybody, all their performance and what they're doing. They just have different ways of showing their power. I'm, yeah. I'm more familiar with the tractor pulling side of it, and mm-hmm. everybody knows how they're showing their power. Uh, but this is. I have enjoyed what I have seen. Yeah. Uh, even though it's not my cup of tea, I've never been around <laughs> it. Uh, you know, but uh, the, everybody has been nice to us. The guys that we've talked to, and, and uh, uh, I really enjoy watching this because basically they're doing the same thing we do. They're just doing it a little different. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few more elements to it, right? Because top speed, drag racing, sled pull, and dyno all in all in one event. That's big, you yes. know. Like this is a this is a kind of industry changing event to where generally we find purpose built, just like tractors, right? Yes. So usually, if we're out at like a, a big sled pull event, which I think you'll probably be more in your groove tomorrow when we're we're at the sled pulls, right? Yeah. But uh, today we're at the dyno, mm-hmm. and last night we wrapped up the races. Dandy we're at the, the Show and Shine and the dyno, the right? Ra- now. Yeah, Show and Shine and the and the dyno. Now we want to do a quick recap on the races from last night. And if you guys can hear that booming stereo that's coming from the Show and Shine, it is vibrating the whole entire media booth here in the whole tower it's yeah. crazy it, it's definitely something yeah it's noticeable um races last night okay danny you want to run us through who pulled why don't you give me the top three all right your top three um number one 
we all expected it. Lavon Miller running an eight sixty three. Cooking. Just maxing out. I got it at a GoPro. Did you? Oh man, it's a beautiful run. That comes now. You didn't get to see it last night, Eric. I take it. You rolled in today, right? No, I've been here. I was here yesterday. Oh, you were here yesterday. Okay, yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah, that Lavon Miller pass, man. He was uh he pulled it eight nine early in the day, I want to say. He was just right there. Yeah. And then you had to squeak out that eight six, man. He was flying. <laughs> it hooked hard and it just never stopped running. And then he made that pass and then he came back for more. He yeah. wanted to better that time. And come to find out, I was thinking he was crazy because you might hurt the motor. They had the whole motor and trans out at the truck already for today. Yeah. Oh, got a refresh. Four o'clock yeah. in the morning. They had it was. <laughs> oh, if you yeah. guys see the um, Facebook post, it was completely like uh, a disaster. Yeah. Those boys did not sleep. Yeah. They are. They are running nonstop. They're in it to win it for this event. Huge, huge deal. And then number two, uh, had, D Derek Rose. Rose. D yeah. Rose had him on the show. Yeah. Billet common rail block, yeah. 12 valve head, yep. and just a nasty setup. What did it put down? Nine, one, six, and a four. Man, that thing was cooking. That was another one I caught his best hook, his best run. I missed the early one. But yeah, yeah, for him to come out in the low nines like that. And then Donovan Harris. Uh, you know, we had a lot of fans reach out to us and tell us Donovan Harris was going to be a big deal. Yeah. We didn't get a chance to interview him before the show. We're hoping to hook him now that we're here at the show. Uh, but I think what was really cool there was that that was a truck that kind of maybe didn't get as much attention as it should have. It obviously proved it uh, running a 9.5 down the track, 9.520. Those, that thing was, it's like, the Armor Incorporated truck and the Dynamite Diesel truck. Yeah. that's So it was kind of off the radar, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. And then Mike Graves, I really want to give him a huge shout out. We've had Mike Graves on the show a few times. Holly Rock Customs put down a 955 and a 5. Oh man, that's awesome. Allison uh equipped uh, truck Duramax. So it's the only one that made the top 5 for a Duramax, I believe. Hold on, did you just say it still has the Allison in it? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, no kidding. We've uh we've witnessed uh Allison equipped 10 second 99 trucks and yeah. uh it's hard to keep them together. Yeah. So for him to put it down Dig deeper he, in the nines he, uh, like that. You know, his first launch, he was soft out of the hole and I think he ran a 1030. Yeah. And uh you know, he wasn't happy with it, but he immediately identified the problem. He regrouped, reset and got back out on the track and that's what makes a winner. It is. It's hard to um you know, get sidetracked and then go out and refocus. And Danny, how many Husker diesel hoodies have we seen out here this weekend? A ton of Husker diesel hoodies. <laughs> it is. It's cold this weekend. Uh, the yes. boys over at WC Fab told us they've already sold out of hoodies yesterday by two o'clock. So the first two yeah. hours of the show, they sold every hoodie they brought. They and sold a ridiculous <laughs> amount of jackets. They have some really nice WC Fab jackets. And I got a feeling the boys at Husker Diesel did the same. Yeah. I've had the pleasure of uh, talking to a few of the guys over at Husker. I did not get a chance to talk to the driver, Justin Hyatt. But that was yeah. that was another phenomenal pass. So glad to see him. I definitely think the guys from Nebraska were a big underdog. Yeah. I don't really think anybody saw them on the radar of being a big no. deal. And if uh, they burn through too many tires or maybe a transmission or something, at least they have the money from the hoodie sales to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. They got some recoup. Money yes, they do. They, there was a lot of Husker Diesel hoodies out there yesterday. I bought one. <laughs> yeah, you did. You yeah. did. Danny was running around in a Husker Diesel hoodie. After yeah, you've been working them. them to be a dealer for Calibrated. So they've yeah. been working with us a little bit. And, uh. You know, I figured it would help, uh, you know, that out a little. Nine, six. And uh, there is a point system that goes along with this. So so they do get so many points. So LeVon Miller sitting with 837 points. That's what's going to determine your your winnings, right? So you get you get so many points for each event. Uh, what I thought was interesting is we, we did see a lot of carnage yesterday, Danny. And I think some of the really sad stories were the guys, um, power-driven diesel, 
I saw him in the pits. We were talking to him. We were over there yeah. talking to Wade Minter, who had a great run as mm -hmm. well. Um, they were really excited. They really thought. And then just shit goes sideways, man. You just you you don't expect it. You don't know what's going to break. You're at the bleeding edge of power. This is everything you could put into this truck is in it. There's there's no backup, right? Way um, past no man's land. Yeah, it, it's this is this is as inventive and as much power as you could cram into four wheels or or six, depending on who you are. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I, I would say that there was there was definitely some tragedy. I was so sad to see uh, Waggler, uh, who was driven farm truck, uh, yeah. drove Wagglers. Um, it was a hard launch out of the hole. Oh, it was hard so nasty. and it was naughty. And then like right after the sixty foot, it kind of I don't know what happened. It just lost steam. And then I don't know what happened to the truck after yeah, that. Yeah, I heard some some rumors, purely rumors. Uh, they weren't sure if they had cracked a piston or what else had gone sideways on them. But even with all of the disaster and the hour and a half or two hour cleanup it took after they got off the track, they still rolled through the lights with 11-4. But the big thing is they got their points. That's it. They got they made it through the lights. They qualified to get points. 554 points for that. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Reams uh, driving the XDP drag truck, disaster. It was so unfortunate. I know that's another one. He's so consistent. They go out, they race that truck all season. Yeah. They run that truck. They know what they're doing. Anthony has a ton of experience. Uh, triple turbos, had some issues, swapped it over to a single turbo setup, like on the fly, in the pits. We talked about it yesterday. Yeah. And then back out on the track and just more issues. Uh, the boys from Fleece went through two transes, never made it through the lights, didn't mm -hmm. pull any points. A few other guys didn't make it through the lights. They don't get any points. Yeah. That's a tough day when you still had a really beautiful launch and you just couldn't get to the finish line. Yeah. Very bad. I want to back up to the Waggler truck. Okay. Yeah. With my pulling background, I I talked to Jeremy. Yep. Yeah. I talked to Jeremy yesterday and his dad. They were not here to win. Nope. That was not their their intent. Their intent was here to get it seen and to prove a point on their design. But through my connections in the pulling world. I have been told that right now the diesel pickup truck pulling world is begging for a two-wheel drive diesel class. Yeah. I'm being told uh, pictures that I saw late last night, they are in the process of putting a new complete short block in it because they did some major damage. It was not, it <laughs> oh, was not wow. minor. It, it was major. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I've been told, and I know the way this competition works, if they're not here to hit the dyno, they can't move on to the next step. Yeah. Right. But I'm being told they will be here tomorrow at all possible. Get out of this office. That's so Wow. Awesome. Uh, and I'm being told that Shad has made a verbal promise that if the class starts, they'll build two. That's awesome. And it's not something me being from the pulling world and i know how it works it's not something we're going to see in the next two years no it's but it's being talked about and there's people asking for it yeah people want it yeah uh the four-wheel drive truck class me personally I, I i do a lot of winter indoor pools that i go to and it makes me sick to sit there and watch it because it makes the guy the guys look bad yeah they're so hard to get in and out of the building and and the short tracks are so rough on them 
And I, at a point, the only place I had ever saw them was indoors. Louisville and Gordyville was mm -hmm. the only two places that I had ever saw them run. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care to see this because it, it was not a show. But I had the opportunity being with Pulling Radio Network in 2015. I made my first trip ever. I've been in the pulling world all my life, but I made my first trip ever to Bowling Green, Ohio. <laughs> and I stood on the finish line when the diesel super stock trucks ran. Yeah, the championships down there. It's awesome. Yeah. They put on a show that just, I mean, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Outside, they're able to move. They're able to, you know, get in and out. It's a huge event. Yes. And uh, but the indoor is is and it's not their fault. It, it's not the guys' fault. I know they're trying hard. Uh, first year, I think they had twelve trucks at Louisville, and nine of the twelve broke within the first fifty foot. It's, <laughs> it's, they weren't ready for that track. It, it, it was the thing. But they have worked to get themselves up to where they can run. Yeah, that's the crazy one of the bunch. That's why they call him Crazy Dave. But. It's uh, speaking of crazy days, this is going to be a crazy day today as soon as they light up that dyno. Oh, yeah, it's uh, I actually had the opportunity a little bit ago to uh, stand out there when the uh, I forget which truck it was that was running, but there was one of the trucks there running, and uh, I was standing between it and there was a UTV sitting there. And I felt a piece of rubber, or not felt, I heard a piece of rubber hit that UTV off of the rear tire of that truck. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's a, you know, this this is right along the same thing, but it, just to, to let everybody know, the biggest reason that the announcing crew is not necessarily here because of Pulling Radio Network. They're here because of Sidetrack Productions. They got in. And Kenny Eggleston from out west, one of our show hosts, kind of helped push to get this, get those guys in here to announce. But uh, a week ago, Pulling Radio Network put, picked up Dirty Hooker Diesel as one of our sponsors. Yeah. That's the big, biggest reason why we're here. We just and had Tony on the uh, podcast yesterday. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Tony Burkhardt of uh, Dirty Hooker Diesel. Great guys. Yep. Here they, yeah, here they've gotten involved in a big yes, way. Yes, they have. And it's uh, – uh, it's going to help us to uh, grow ourselves a little bit more. Uh, and, and like I said, I'm getting to the point now, I'm getting more behind the the PR of, of helping our sponsors that are, are, are sponsoring us. And that's kind of what I've been doing this weekend, trying to get some things done. And uh, But, uh, but yeah, I, I enjoy what we do. Uh, we, just try, we just try to get the news out there, and we're having fun doing it. That's awesome. That's pretty much, that's pretty much my gist of it, and uh, and and I always tell the story, and I'm actually joking when I say it, but you know, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I would probably be trying to build my own pulling tractor. <laughs> so doing the podcast, even though I do spend quite a bit of money doing it, it's still saving me money. So. <laughs> well, on that perfect math, I think we're going to wrap it up today. Thank you so much for joining us, Eric. Uh, we really appreciate you taking out some time to coming down and talk to us. Listeners, uh, keep posted. We're going to keep these mini episodes rolling to you all weekend. We'll try to get them up as fast as possible. And of course, we'll have some big competitors on the show here shortly after the event is all wrapped up. This has been Paul Wilson and Eric Pruitt. Thank you so much for listening.